0: This is Olderhood Online Radio, featuring Bill Story and Robin Trimmingham, founders of the Olderhood Group. Olderhood Online Radio brings you quality information and discussions on a variety of important topics for all ages. The Olderhood family proudly serves almost 100,000 followers in over 100 countries around the world. Now, here are your hosts for today's show. Hi, I'm Bill Story and today I'm with Robin Trimmingham of the Olderhood Group. Hi Robin.
1: Hi, how are you doing today, Bill?
0: Just fine. Robin is a weekly columnist for a local newspaper, The Royal Gazette. And today we're chatting about one of her recent articles, setting yourself up for success. And I think it's appropriate at this time of year, Robin, that Uh, You're talking about New Year's resolutions. Uh, I must admit, it's not something I do particularly uh, well. In fact, I don't do at all these days, Uh, but you're you're making some points to say that uh, you've never made any uh, either um, and and you kind of don't understand why anyone uh, would wait until you call it the journey is already well underway to begin to think about starting to make a plan. Why do you think we should be doing New Year resolutions?
1: Well, my whole point is <laughs> I don't think that New Year's resolutions are very effective. I can't understand why it is that we think that we can just let the old year kind of dwindle down, fall away, fall apart, but oh no, no, in January, we're gonna get ourselves back together, sort everything out and get everything fixed in the first 30 days. You know, you don't run your business that way. Uh, You can't run your family that way. Why would you try to run your own personal development that way? It just really seems illogical when you think about it. In my mind, forward planning, thinking about the future, thinking about what you need to accomplish next, thinking about how you're going to get there, that should be something that you do on a daily or at the very least a weekly basis you really don't want to get yourself into a place where all of a sudden you've fallen way behind and you're in a panic situation and you have this really big mountain to climb or a huge pile of things that you have to fix.
0: So do you think then that you can um, teach yourself how to be uh, successful? And I I guess I'm thinking along the lines of in your own personal life, in your own family life, in your business life. Can you teach yourself to be
1: successful? Well, let's look at it from the other point of view for a moment. If you have succeeded in convincing yourself that you're so far behind, that things have fallen apart, that you're never going to get it fixed, that you're never going to lose weight, that you're never going to get a new job, to the point that you have actually stopped trying on a daily basis, then you've really been very effective at teaching yourself not to do these things. So, why wouldn't you therefore be equally good at teaching yourself how to accomplish things if you had a different strategy?
0: So, do you think then that there are lots of people who, I guess I would call it, are negative thinkers? You think that you think people walk about life every day. With a a kind of a negative cloud hanging over them. Uh, all the time on anything that they touch or look at or do that they can't get out of that rut, I guess, might be a, a way of looking at it.
1: Well, I don't think that hardly anybody gets out of bed in the morning thinking, let's be negative today. I think you'd have to be a very special kind of cookie before that would really be the way that you actually enjoy behaving. But for most of us, I think we're a bit of yin and yang, black and white, up and down, in and out, backwards and forwards. I don't think that it's possible for anybody to be entirely one thing or the other. I I think that in essence, we are a mixture of the two. And some people have the idea that you can say, oh, we're only going to be positive. Oh, we're only going to hire positive people. Oh, we're only going to have a positive attitude. Well, that's okay until something goes wrong. And then what happens? Oh, the other side of your nature, which has never really gone away in the first place, forces its way to the surface.
0: But but I think, though, that... Unfortunately, there are a lot of people walking about with depression, perhaps, Uh, certainly many levels of of stress. And, you know, when you add on an extra layer of stress, you know, just something happens uh, during the day then it's just another layer of stress on top of what you're, you're already carrying. So, you know, I, mean, I take your point. I'm not sure that it's negative thinking that you wake up in the morning with, but certainly if you've got a lot of things going on in your life, which are uh, stressful, then those have to be recognized. You have to make yourself aware of them and, and not let them lie inside of you uh, and hoping that they'll disappear in and of themselves. You have to be... Proactive as best you can. I mean, people have got financial stress, they've got marital stress, they've got all sorts of different stress levels that, you know, keeping adding on top of that must be, um, you know, a pretty big burden for a lot of people.
1: Well, everybody on the planet, of course, has stress. But you've heard that expression, you are what you eat. You are going to be the biggest part of yourself in terms of what part of yourself are you feeding? If you are feeding into the idea that life is very hard, that you never can get a break, that things never work out for you, that you're always going to be behind in, in your bills, that's the part of you that's going to rise to the surface first. That's the part of you that you're going to be leading the day with, whether you really intend to or not.
0: Yeah. Yeah I mean I think that's a fair point. Um I'm going to move on to another uh, piece of your article. There's a phrase in here that I particularly you know enjoy. You you're talking about um, you know, building success or setting yourself up for success one step at a time. Uh, and I think, I think in some place you, you, you talk about sometimes we lose patience and we try to eat the elephant. I love that phrase. Tell, tell me what, what that actually means in your, in your mind.
1: Well, it's from the old children's joke. How do you eat an elephant? And the answer is one bite at a time which really sums up how I feel about planning and facing obstacles and tackling problems and making changes. You have to break things down into such small pieces that there actually is a step that you can take right now today to resolve the situation. I've always said that a man who tells you that he has no choices is simply telling you he doesn't like any of his choices. There's no such thing as having no choices. There is always something you can do, but you must feed the part of yourself that generates ideas that is the problem solver inside you. Every one of us has one of these problem-solving beings living right inside us. Every one of us has a part of ourselves that is really, really super smart and knows the answer to an awful lot of problems and situations. But you must call upon that part of yourself. You must feed that part of yourself. So, so, you,
0: so you're really saying then that while there may be some negative issues in your life, that you've got to find or, or 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 somehow identify the the positive things in your life and try and work with them, try and bring them to the surface and not basically beat yourself up with the negativity. And and that by doing that on a conscious basis or, or, or on a conscious level, if you if you can do that on a, a small step by small step by small step basis, then eventually Uh, on that particular issue, then at, at some point in the future, you're going to come closer to that.
1: Well, think about it this way. How do you build a fire? You don't cut down a great big tree trunk and light a match. It doesn't work. What do you do? Start a very small fire, you feed it little bits of kindling, one piece after the next, after the next, and it grows. That is the same principle that you need to apply to problem solving in your everyday life.
0: Okay, many thanks, Robin. You've been listening to Olderhood Online Radio with me, Bill Storey, and my guest today, Robin Trillingham. Join us again soon. You've been listening to Olderhood Online Radio. Thank you for being with us today. For more information and upcoming shows, visit olderhoodonlineradio.com.